Hey, 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 take it easy, man. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader in here. Over here, there's a pile of rocks waving at you. Here. Yeah, I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. This is my very good friend over here, Meek. He's an insect and has nice for hands. I'm made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> Just a little rock, paper, scissor joke for you. Doug! Oh, no. Doug's dead. <sighs> another day, another Doug. Hey guys, it's RJ, your favorite podcast host of YouTube and Instagram fame, Teletalks. And I'm Joe, and this is a podcast where a couple guys sit around fucked it up. and talk about nothing, and it's the only podcast that people do that on, but it's really not, because everyone does that, and uh... <laughs> And we have a guest today. <laughs> Who can't stop laughing? My butthole. <laughs> anyway, hey, it's Doug. How's Pussy. everybody doing? <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, RJ, of course, is, uh, you know, doing his normal thing where uh, everyone's ready and all of a sudden, surprise, <laughs> he's not going to be here. Play the pom pom pom. Lord. Sorry, I played the wrong one. That's great. I want that song, that fucking drop, to like follow me around when bad things happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a good sum up of life. <laughs> fucking yeah, drop, really. drop a stack of beer at work and then. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> you should, uh, you should make that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, Doug E. Christ, yeah, in the house. Happy to be here, our Lord and Savior. So, uh, so what the fuck are we talking about tonight, boys? Today, I guess if you're listening to it in the day or this afternoon or whatever. Titty sprinkles. (laughs) Titty sprinkles. Yep. So, Mr. Mr. Morgan Freeman on the podcast today, talking about titties. Yeah. So, uh, talk about national treasures. Oh yeah, Morgan yes. Freeman's great. Um, he should narrate everything. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, him and uh, Mike Rowe. Yeah, Mike Rowe's fucking really yes, good. Yes, Mike Rowe is a good one too. Absolutely. Um, is just... there really anybody else who does anything? <laughs> it's always those two guys. You know who does good shit? Keith David. His dad from something about Mary. Oh, he yeah. narrates a lot of shit. That is I'm a still, shit. I can't find his place. Movie. Hang on, I'm googling. Yeah. Give me a, I me, love that movie. Pull a quick goog. His uh, his Instagram handle is Silverthroat. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the guy the guy knows it. Yeah, I love his voice and narration. Oh, and yeah, as an yeah. actor, okay. he's hysterical. Um, Hank Azaria oh. too could be great. No, that's true. Very true. Yeah. Uh, I noticed while watching that show that he slips into all the voices from The Simpsons. Yeah, he. Does. I know, I know. Yep. Like, all of a sudden, it's, oh, there's Chief Clancy Wiggins. Yes. 
Yeah. You're talking about the what's the show the, called? Uh, Brockmire. Brockmire. Yeah. Brockmire. Right. Yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah. This this season, Joe, is great because it jumps forward in time. It actually takes place in the future, like in huh. 2030. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. I'm not going to say anymore because I want you to see okay. it. But um, yeah, it. it takes place so, in like 2030. So to give you the gist of it, Will, um, this is all first couple minutes of the first episode. So it's not really spoiling anything. But he was a, a uh, like an announcer for baseball, like Major League Baseball for a team. And um, he has a meltdown on air because he find, you know he walked in on his wife cheating on him. Yes. But right. his wife wasn't just cheating on him. She was strap on fucking their neighbor in the ass. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Exactly. So it is really, that's really, yep. really um, interesting. Well, see, that's the great thing about IFC, too, because even when they show yeah. a movie, they have commercials, but there's no editing. There's, there's definitely no censoring in anything that they show. So just to give so, you a quick clip, this is the first, like, two minutes of the show. I'm, don't I'm play, play a two-minute clip, Joe. It's not... No, don't fucking play a two-minute <laughs> clip. Doug, is it worth it? We got an hour to kill. But, but that doesn't mean <laughs> Here you go. people want to hear a fucking two-minute clip surprise. of a show that they haven't seen. I opened seen. my front door to find about a half-dozen naked folks sprawled out in my living room, <laughs> engaged in what can only be described as a desperate and a hungry kind of a lovemaking. And right in the center of it all was my wife. My wife, Lucy. She was wearing a strap on and she was plowing our neighbor, Bob Greenwald. And folks, I do mean right in the ass. Fastball misses, just low, count goes full, three and two. Did he just say strap on? Hey, for you kids at home, a uh, strap on is a belt with a dildo on it that mommies use to penetrate daddies as Afania strikes out on a high fastball. <laughs> That'll bring Clark up to bat. Clark having himself a heck of an afternoon with two doubles. Bob Greenwald. Bob Greenwald. That two-faced SOB. I hosted his kids' bar mitzvah. I hosted his kids' bar mitzvah. Here's the kicker. Here's what kills me. My wife Lucy has the stone. She has the unmitigated gall to turn to me and tell me that she is a sexual astronaut. I mean, what is that? What does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, granted, Bob Greenwald's ass might be as big as a goddamn moon. That does not mean that my wife has been out of space, okay? Brockman. Yeah, he's a baseball right announcer. That one is way back there. That's either out of here or lost inside my wife's big, fat, cheating vagina. Congratulations, Dan Hobart of Sedalia. I only <laughs> hope you enjoy gelatin half as much as my lovely wife enjoys <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sums up the show yeah but it's so fantastic. that's basically the entire show is him announcing baseball and saying terrible things it's kind of like eastbound and down yes um, except for instead of being the baseball player he's the baseball announcer exactly and he ends up on a minor league team where they encourage him to say the worst things in the world because he finds out after a bender in uh, the Philippines and Thailand where he does nothing but drugs and crazy sex and drinking and all kinds of terrible things that uh, he is now an internet sensation. Yes. His video went viral and uh, yeah. everybody loves him. So he's brought everybody back. Everybody loves him. So now he's brought back and he just does terrible things and is encouraged to do terrible things and just gets wasted the entire time. Yeah. Hmm. Now, definitely it, a great show. Like yeah, top notch, smart humor. Joe yeah. and I were chatting about it. It's, I don't know. Uh, Will, have you seen Veep on HBO? Nope. 
Well, that's another one you need to see, but we'll yeah, we'll leave that alone for now. But what, if the what, question starts with "Have you seen?" the answer is typically no. <laughs> Have you seen my wife's giant gaping exactly. vagina? <laughs> the thing about the show is, even given that first clip, the cool thing about it is, and Joe and I talked about this. It's smart humor. Yeah, it's it's humor that that it's not just base humor. That part of it was base, but it's smart humor. And that's what well, that's him having good. his mental breakdown on air. Yes, like, he's exactly. annou- he's like announcing a major league baseball game, and it's going out. Everyone in the, in the, the stadium's <laughs> yes. listening. And if you watch the video, you see people covering their kids' ears and stuff. Yep, yep. And like people are looking, like, what did he just say? Mm-hmm. And like, but he keeps calling the game too. That's the funny part. Like the entire yes. show, he'll yeah. call the game while he's going in and out of these conversations. Exactly. exactly. That's Paul no. misses outside. Definitely top notch humor. No it's question. Great. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that show. Yeah, I wish I could do that job. A fucking play by play guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. not necessarily yeah. baseball either. Maybe football. See, I'd have mm-hmm. to be the color guy. I couldn't be the the play by play. Yeah, I agree. The stats the stats part of it would would just throw me under the bus. But I'd be like yeah, the, the Tony Romo guy, sure. of the booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'd be like fucking magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nobody's magic. And Tony Romo's magic. That motherfucker, uh, Tony, Ro- like, Tony Romo, is impressive. If only you were that good dude, as a quarterback, right? Like John Madden. Somebody that fucking knows that game that well, you'd think he'd have a fucking yeah. Super Bowl ring. Yep. yep. He could predict yep. what they're going to do for the next eight plays, but he couldn't yeah. fucking complete anything. When he, yeah. nah, you think, you you think Dan the, Marino would have a Super Bowl ring, too? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, Joe, so answer me a question. I mean, I've heard that Dan Marino is a major league dick in real life. Oh, yeah. He is. Okay. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. I figured being from down there, you might know better. Oh yeah, he's an asshole. Okay, I can but totally like, see that. But I yeah. just love he's him. He's from fucking he's Pittsburgh. He can't help it. The best <laughs> football player in history. Mm. Best quarterback. Mm. Statistically, I guess, but well, I don't know. it's statistically for the number of games he played and the era he played in. Yeah. See, all these other quarterbacks who break his records have done it, but they took eight or nine more seasons to do it than he did it. Mm-hmm. So. If you do per capita... And they actually had teams around them? Yeah. And he was in an era where he was allowed to get destroyed on every single play because they didn't have, like, you know, a flag coming out on every play because someone right, right. farted next to the quarterback. Gross. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Tom, Tom Brady, <laughs> like, if somebody looks at him wrong, a flag comes flying out. So yeah, I don't no, want to hear this Tom true. Brady's the greatest don't shit. Don't even get me started on Brady. Not, not to mention, it's, it's kind of easy to throw completed passes when you videotape the entire defense of the other team every single game and know what their defense is going to do on every play. There you go. So I don't give a shit about Tom Brady and his dick-sucking ass. Now, um, I've always said, I mean, I'm sorry, but, Joe Montana is my guy. If Montana I'd, played in the same era as, as Marino, so I can... Given that yeah. he did win the Super Bowls, but his stats were nowhere near Marino's stats. No, the stats weren't, but the the just his gameplay. If I if the game is on the line, I want him in there. I mean, I've told the story. Marino is the same way. If the game was on the line, he would win a lot of games. No, I know. It, look, if he had a team that got into the Super Bowl, and I might be able to say that. The thing but, is, Marino won the game. Montana didn't win the game. He had a team that won the game with him. Marino was the one who won that game because there was no team in Miami but Marino. That's the but fucking you know truth. What? I, I tell the story about Montana that impresses me most is um, one of the NFL films, you know, episodes. In the Super Bowl against Cincinnati, they're down, they're driving, he's in the he's in the huddle, the team is going nuts, they're all yelling at each other and screaming. And he looks at the team and he goes, Hey, look over there. Is that John Candy in the stands? Ain't that cool? 
you know, let's go and do this thing. And then he throws the winning touchdown. I'm sorry. That, for me, that's everything. You know, that's the guy I want in the huddle and on the line when the game's, you know, on the line. M- Marino was in Ace Ventura. Laces out, <laughs> yeah, Dan. That's true. Very true. <laughs> so, Doug, you're, are you a Jets or a Giants guy? You're a Giants fan, right? I'm a Giants guy. Okay. Yeah, always been a Giants guy. Well, that's not true. I mean, the New York up, football Giants. <laughs> when I was a kid, I liked the Vikings because, you know, the purple uniforms and such. And right. I was, if you think I'm contrarian now, I was obnoxious fuck when I was a kid. So I like the no. Vikings, and you know, Did you I grew the up song? in the Fran. I grew up in the Fran Tarkington, Pittsburgh era. Everybody hated the Steelers, who wasn't a Steelers fan. So I liked the Vikings, but I was always a Giants fan too, just from New York. So. You Did know. you hear the uh, the song Prince did uh, for the Vikings a couple years ago before no. he died? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like not good at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Um, you remember uh, fucking Timberlake's. Uh, Prince tribute at the halftime show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That apparently pissed a bunch of people off. No, oh, I'm sure it did. Do you remember the 1980s NFL raps videos? Mm. I mean, I remember the Bears rap, which was well. The Bears was the Super Bowl shuffle, which right. Only one team beat the 85 Bears, and that was the Dolphins of the Marino. They're the only team that beat the 85 Bears that year. Right. Right. And had somehow they not lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, the Dolphins would have played the Bears in the Super Bowl and probably beat the 85 Bears in the Super Bowl, too. That would have been such a great game to watch. Yeah. Holy shit, that would have been a great that would have game. Been an ama- and that would, Dan Marino would have got a Super Bowl ring in that game, probably. Yeah, because that game, yeah. because the actual Super Bowl sucked. It was tragic. Yeah. If, bad. if, if, if yeah. Grandma had balls, she'd be Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. That's not but, what uh, happened. Will. But let Good me get point. back to this. There was a series of videos they made called the NFL Raps videos. Really? <laughs> and they are the funniest thing you will ever see there's one by the la rams called ram it oh god ram it all day ram it all night yep you can ram it all day you can ram it all night just ram it if you know how to ram it just ram it and shit everybody on the team pretty much raps so it's like an eight minute song of them rapping and like (laughs) some of the offensive linemen who are the big dumb white guys they should not be rapping (laughs) (laughs) it's like I'm I'm Big Tony and I'm here to block everybody oh, right, yeah. here who gets in my way. <laughs> Dude, there's a man. If you're into sports, there's a uh, there's a guy. He does nights on on Fox Sports Radio. It'd be like whatever your local Fox Sports station is. And when, when I was working night shift, I used to listen to him all the time. It's called Ben Maller, and uh, he sings that. He's a he's an LA guy. He's from LA, but he's a big Rams fan, and he sings that fucking song all the time. That's how I <laughs> knew about it. that song. They ram just it all day song. It. He'll play it like on the show. How to ram it? Just ram it. When he talks about the Rams, he plays that song. Oh, that's great. But they're man, that show's fucking ridiculous, dude. They do, uh, they they do like yo, know, because it's fucking overnight radio, and he always jokes about how you know he's he's made it because he's an overnight radio sports radio host. But they'll have people call in, and they're all drunk as fuck, like talking. <laughs> it's, just, it's just ridiculous, dude. Yes. Oh, wow. Just ram it. Oh, here comes Big Bad Jackie. What? 
He's actually pretty decent. That's fucking great, though. <laughs> oh, Lord. Nobody likes ramming it more than me. It bothers me that Joe has it memorized. <laughs> oh, this guy. I wish you could see the video right now. <laughs> how many takes see, of that? How many takes to, to get that done? Oh, I don't know, but that's not even the bad ones. Those are like the good ones. That's why they put them in the first verse. Like, the further <laughs> it gets into the song, the worse it gets. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Oh, I, listen to this guy. I'm fast. I'm like fast forward right to the part. All right, you ready? This is the dumb guy. You can like if you see it, you see he's reading. Not him. This guy. Yeah, that's de- definitely the dumb white guy. Yeah, now there's another video that if you have to actually visually watch that one, but it's called the Seattle Seahawks Locker Room Rock. And in the middle of their song, which is like a weird, like, 80s, like, kind of like cool like I don't even know how to describe like Baker Street type song right <laughs> there's this part where they're in the shower in the locker room and like there's guys like pumping iron with the towels on and then there's like steam everywhere and then it goes into the shower with the camera and this one guy walks out like playing the saxophone with like just a little like short little towel on and it's like smoke coming out of the saxophone and he like does this eyebrow thing and it's oh, like the shit. most gay thing you'll ever see <laughs> Uh. Rim it all day and rim it all. <laughs> um, the Dolphins also did one called "You You Can't Touch Us," which is basically MC Hammer's "You Can't Touch This." No oh, right. God. And the guy who's the singing it, he's actually not one of the team. The other songs have an actual teammate singing it, but he's just like this guy. I don't know who he is, but he sings the song and raps it, and he's wearing like a Miami Vice white like suit. Um, with like the big collars and like the wide open in the middle, but he's got no shirt on and a bunch of gold chains and a bunch of Hooters girls with him. Oh god! <laughs> wow. Uh, I got down a hole of watching these videos one day. Just just search the NFL raps series and you will not be disappointed. <laughs> you you will laugh like you have not laughed in a long time. Yeah, I'm going down the fucking rabbit hole tomorrow probably. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. That it's sounds so like some. Uh, that sounds way. like some quality shit taking content right there. Oh yeah, and the videos. Oh my god, like the Ramit video. The guy's dancing. He's like shaking his hips, one arm in the air, and then he like does this big like little snap at the end. Oh, oh shit! What was wrong with the eighties? Uh, so much <laughs> no. cocaine. Doug, you were you were. I, mean, I, was, I was that was my that was my jam in the eighties, and it was fucked up. I'm I was sorry. a child. Did I didn't notice what was going on around me. So that's... no, it was bad. It was bad. Did you ever take Quaaludes, Doug? No, I dude, do not. Okay, <laughs> relatively like, did you ever recently. Wolf of Wall Street, this dude. Relatively recently, me and my dad were talking about shit like uh, about the eighties, and he's like, "Man, are quaaludes still a thing?" <laughs> I said, "I said, no, nah, man, I, Dad, I don't think they're around anymore." He goes, "Damn, they were a lot of fun." 
<laughs> oh wow! And he no, just I, retired. He said, "If they were still a thing, hell, I might try to find one." The Wolf That's, of Wall yeah, Street really not, makes you like want to try that. <laughs> they're not a thing now. I, um, I guess the statute of limitations has run out. My my <laughs> experimentation in that form of drug was mescaline. I did that in college. Oh yeah, I've done mescaline. Holy shit! Um, that was a trip, man. I remember every single yeah. minute of that entire trip. I'm not shitting you, dude. Every I'm, single minute. I'm gonna say like, I remember. And when I was a kid, like you know, I tried to watch Fear and Loathing, and I didn't get it. Oh yeah. And I, but I, I'm, I'm gonna crazy movie. I'm gonna fucking say this: like you can't understand that movie if you have never done hallucinogenic drugs. No, that's 100 percent true. 100 percent. Because true. after no, you can it's no just, uh, no, no, I agree with Will, man. You you have to have experienced that to really truly get it. You can to, listen to the, you can watch it, and you know, just think about what other people have described. When it comes to that, but no, unless you've done it, you really can't get it. And I remember, yeah, like as after I fucking mushrooms was my thing in high school. And after I fucking tried mushrooms, I was like, holy shit, this movie makes so much more sense. <laughs> no, a hundred percent true. No, that's a great movie. Fucking I'll tell you what, deaths. on mescaline, music has never sounded better in my life. Put a set of headphones on when you've done a tab, and it is the best experience of your life hands yeah down. yeah all right boys and girls don't do drugs drugs are bad <laughs> drugs are bad my my favorite Just line from the movie love close. actually is billy nice <laughs> children don't do don't buy drugs become a rock star and they give them to you for free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> anyway all right Whew. that went south right. fast huh yeah <laughs> all right yep Let's move now, on. As I was saying, uh, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. <laughs> so, you know, Joe, when Joe gets quiet, he's looking for some stupid-ass fucking drop to use on the show. That's true. It's a bad thing Very to do true. drugs, so, so don't be bad. God, that's a long one. doing drugs, okay, that'd be bad. <laughs> drugs are bad. Some of these are long. You don't know they're long until you start praying it. You can't stop them once they start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they're not what I've already previously saved and I'm just searching for it, Yes. Joe doesn't. Joe, you don't strike me as a guy who was big into drugs when you were younger. Nah, I never did it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, what's that? I was like? already fucked up enough as was. I could see that. <laughs> well, no. I mean, honestly, I was not either. I mean, that mescaline thing was a one-time thing in college. Oh, it was more than one time for me, fellas. Yeah. I. I you know what? I, I got that vibe when you started talking. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, it was a one-time thing. Oh you no. Know, the alcohol on her. On the other hand, was different, but uh, yeah. yeah I, but I, I will say this: I will say this. I have done way, way more stupid shit drunk than I ever have under the influence oh, 100%. of any other 100%. drug. I did the stupidest yep. thing I ever did: pure sober. <laughs> <laughs> I got married. Damn it! No. I started a podcast with these assholes. <laughs> Good point. Good no. point. Um, the stupidest thing I ever did, we were uh, on our skip days. We always had senior skip days in high school, and we went to all of them, whether we were a senior or not. Yep. Um, but we went to South Beach, because um, we're in Miami, of course. And uh, at the very southernmost point of South Beach, there's a place called South Point Pier. And it's this big, like, fishing pier that's, like, 30 or 40 feet above the water. And it goes, like, the water that runs underneath, it's called Governor's Cut. And it's basically what they dredged out for all the you know uh cruise ships and like where the port basically all the ships that go to the port go go up this like this uh channel right um so 
people jump off the pier into the channel because the channel's super fucking deep. You're not going to be worried about hitting the bottom. But then you got to climb up this like 40 foot high wall of rocks that they dredged out of the channel to get back up onto the pier and the beach. Oh boy, oh, that geez. sounds like a good time. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we jumped off at all times. It's something we did. But uh, me and my friends were there and we like, saw a cruise ship coming and we're like, hey, let's, uh, let's jump off and do flips for the people on the cruise ship. So like, they, like you know, it'd be cool. So <laughs> my first buddy, before we even get a chance to stop and like think about it at all, jumps up there and does like a front flip off the thing. Oh, and I'm like, we look over the edge and he's like swimming back. We're like, oh, fuck yeah. So like the second dude gets up there and he does like his flip off. He's like a backflip. Um, and he and like he hits the water and I look down and he's swimming back. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to be outdone and look like a pussy here. I, I'm not going to be the pussy. So uh, I get up there and do like a double front flip off this thing. And I'm like, fuck yeah. The second I hit the water, though. It's a whole different story. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like a suction because it's like sucking you towards the propellers in the boat because it's like Holy intaking the, the water in. And I'm like, where I'm sitting, I'm probably like less than a football field distance away from the boat. <laughs> oh, so Holy like, shit. And I'm in the middle of the boat. Like, so I'm like swimming as hard as like, I look up under the dock and they're like clung to the, you know, the, the, the piers that go down with the covered in barnacles, like the shit you yep. stay as far away from as yep. possible. Usually they're like yeah. clung to those. So like, I'm so I'm a strong swimmer, luckily. So I made it to the furthest one out on the corner, and I grabbed it, and like it's just ripping me to shreds. My whole like upper body and legs and arms just getting tore up by the barnacles on it. So the second like I feel the suction stop, now I still have to swim the distance from you know the end of the the edge of the pier all the way back up to the rock wall, um, which salt water does not feel good once you've got cuts all over your body. I yeah. say that to start with. So I let go and I start hauling ass. All three of us do. We start hauling ass towards the rocks. Um, one of my buddies makes it about halfway up the rocks. The next one makes it right to the edge of the rocks and I make it to the very, very edge of the rocks and then the wake from the ship comes and it's like a 20 foot high wave. Holy shit. So it picks us up and then launches us another like 200 yards down the rocks. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, at that point we climbed out of the water um, just got in the car and went home. We we're like, fuck this. Everyone's yeah. clapping though. Everyone's like on the docks, like cheering for us and shit. And we're like, no, 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 don't, don't. <laughs> we just left. And that's the closest I've ever come to dying. That's what you get about, uh, about fucking for, that's what you get for not wanting to be a pussy. No, I wasn't a pussy, but I <laughs> literally could have died. I should have died. But luckily I'm a very strong swimmer. Like I'm a really good swimmer. So like, that's the only thing that saved my life. Wow. I would have got sucked under the cruise ship and possibly through the propeller, but if nothing else drowned. That would have been awesome. Yeah, exactly. That water there is deep because they cut, they dredge it out for like big, big ships to come into the port of Miami. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yep. That's the stupidest thing I've ever done, and I was pure sober for that. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even drunk. My father-in-law got drunk and almost drowned me in the lake. Does that count? Okay. He fucking he fucking took off in the boat, and I was drunk as shit on a flute, like behind the boat, tied oh. to the boat. Oh and shit! It, and I was like, "Yeah, it's cool, man. Just go forward. Like I'll be all right." Yeah, well, it swamped the little dumbass float that I was on. Of course, I'm not wearing a fucking life jacket because I'm an it idiot. Sucked to like underwater, and, and it's like thirty foot, you know, thirty feet deep in this fucking lake. And then I realized, and he doesn't realize that I've fallen off the float. So I'm swimming, drunk as fuck. And like he's getting further and further away, and then like I start to panic. I'm like, oh shit! Like, wow, fuck, I'm tired, <laughs> and I'm fucking waving, 
and like try to yell but i don't want to yell too much because i'm trying to conserve my breath because i'm trying to fucking swim and my wife like realizes what's going on and starts beating the shit out of him like fucking stop (laughs) are you a strong swimmer yeah but man i was like i had to swim for like fucking 600 yards and he's steadily pulling away from my drunk ass you're always in the water in florida yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's either. true. That shit fucking yeah. That that ended yeah, that's fucking scary. fun yeah. that day. I was telling yeah. you, I was done. We had, that. Um, we had one of those manta rays that you like pull behind the uh, the boat and it lifts you up in the air and you're like ten or fifteen feet above the water, flying in the air. Oh right, right, right. Have you ever seen that thing? Yep, yep. Oh, that's so much fun. But when you hit the water, it hurts. Oh, I'll bet. Cause you're you're like I mean you got to be going like 30 40 miles an hour and you're like 15 yeah. feet in the air and that thing's like floating around and then all of a sudden it'll like just dump you off. No, that's crazy shit. I mean it's funny because I grew up with a pool in my backyard, but I can't swim for shit. Oh, for real? I am just I seriously I I cannot swim. I had fun within that little you know 32 foot round four foot deep pool, but. Um, I'm awful. So I have a, I have a fear of the water. Um, oh, shit. so yeah. So my, you know, the stories of me almost killing myself have nothing to do with water <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and everything to do with driving and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, I always get myself into stupid situations in the water. Yep. No, I can imagine. And like you said, in Florida, that's what you do, you yeah. know? So Doug, were you like a motorhead or you, were you a- yeah, to an extent, candy. I mean, yes, I, I was definitely into the cars. Um, now, what I didn't have anything that I ever wanted, um, but I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Life, as far as like pure muscle <laughs> goes, I mean, my first car was a '73 um, Chevy Laguna, which oh, was a, yeah. was, nice. you know, it was a Chevelle yeah. offshoot. Um, but it was '73 was the first year they started throwing on the emission shit. So the horsepower dropped through the floor, but it was still a. What did a it have fun. in it? It had a 350, but okay. it only pushed like 200 horse. Yeah. So it wasn't one. It wasn't a muscle car, but I had the aluminum Krager wheels on it, and it looked hot. And you know, I then had a, I got a 76 Stingray. Oh, Jesus, that's wonderful. Yeah, with T tops, yep. and the yeah, luggage see, rack with nice. the up and down back so with the bubble. Did you the, crash the Laguna, Greg? No, I did not. I never crashed it. Never, never crashed it and totaled it. Um, I had a, believe it or not, a 73 Ford Maverick with a 302 and a racing tranny in it. Dude. And that Dude, thing you've had was some an, pretty badass cars, Doug. Animal. See, that thing was an animal because it weighed nothing. And it was a, it was a sleeper car because no one expected it. Nobody expected a little tiny Ford Maverick to yeah. do what it did. What was the fucking Maverick... Uh... The the badass Pinto. one, the, like the performance what one. What it, what was it called? Well, that was the one. It had the three hundred two in the it. Grabber. That was the biggest engine it could fit in it. The grabber. Was yeah, the grabber. Yes, yeah. yeah. This wasn't that, but um, yeah, the three hundred two was the biggest engine it could fit. You 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 know you had to actually like loosen the motor mount and jack it up a little bit to change the back plug on it. <laughs> yeah, I had a um, I had a sixty seven nice. Mercury Monterey, two door hardtop with a four twenty eight Cobra Jet. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, I'll yeah, send you pictures of that one. I saw pictures you know, of that one. I've never had anything cool. So, I mean, yeah, growing up in that era, you know, it was sort of the the back end of the muscle car thing. I just um, sent you pictures of my uh, my Monterey. I missed that car. That thing was bad. Uh, it was moss cool. green, black interior. Oh shit! It's Are a you full serious? Size. That was your car. Wait a minute. Yeah. That was your car. Yeah, that's mine. Holy shit! It was. A, it's basically the Mercury's version of the Galaxy. Yep. 
Absolutely. Oh, that car is absolutely gorgeous, dude. It had the 428 Cobra Jet in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely gorgeous. I ripped a motor mount off um, drag racing. <laughs> really? Three times. Holy shit. The one on the, like, if you're sitting in the dri- the driver's side one, I would, because the engine would rev and the whole car would pull to the right. Like it would pull oh, down I believe the passenger it. Side. I totally believe it. And I was just sitting there, I was like, I was power braking at a stoplight and all of a sudden I heard, bunk, and like the whole hood like <laughs> lifted up and um, the motor mount had just ripped right off because sure. it was just rubber. So I had a, uh, one of those big ass, like heavy duty, like, you know, the chains is like the one inch thick chain. Yep. And yep. I basically just took that through the, um, the, like the lift, like the thing you use to lift the motor out. And I pulled it around the frame and just just uh, put a master lock on it. <laughs> Drove it home and uh, got me a go. new motor mount. Yeah. All right. Yep. So here's a here's a question, Doug. Yeah. What's the fastest you've ever been in an automobile? Um, believe it or not, it was in Sweden, um, in a BMW that we rented. Uh-huh. My wife and I, 120. So that's okay. as fast as I've gone. Mm. I, I I you know what? My Maverick might have gone 120. But I'm not quite sure because I was racing and shitting myself while I was racing. And yeah, I won, but you know, not looking at the speedometer. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but I gotcha. looking I gotcha. at a speedometer 120 as fast as I've gone. All right, Joe. Uh I want to say like 140. Yeah, you you had to have topped my 120. There's no question about it, especially with that car. Well, that That's car I took hot. to 110, and then I got scared shitless because it's so oh, fucking yeah. oh, big. Oh no, it's frightening. Yeah. It's fucking. It, it frightening starts when floating, you're going that fast. and you're like, oh shit. Yep. Yeah, it turns but, um, into driving a boat at that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My um, my grandpa used to work in a mechanic shop in Miami, and like they would build crazy fucking cars. And they had there was yeah. this guy there that had a Mercury Bobcat, bright orange, and he had put a um, he put uh, what's the damn the Windsor the Windsor engine in it the three eighty one or whatever yep. it is. Yep. He had one of those in it, and that thing I took up to about one hundred and forty five. Oh man. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That car would do wheelies. Mine was a hundred. Oh, believe it. A hundred and forty-eight in a oh, uh, shit. I wasn't driving. I think if I'd have been driving, it would have been way less scary. Yeah. But I was in a fucking. Uh, I was in a. Uh, my buddy had a nineteen ninety-seven Mustang Cobra, mm. <laughs> and it had fucking uh, nitrous on it. And it was actually when we were going to uh, the guy. I went to EMT school with him, and he was a big fucking car dude. He ended up dying in a motorcycle wreck, like. Uh, a couple oh, years after this but uh man he fucking goosed that thing on the interstate yeah. <laughs> holy shit and I it, have, had, it had the nitrous and when it would purge it would come out of the side of the car like psh, by the cobra's fuck. mouth so yeah. like when it, psh, like so it would come out but he man that's the that's the only car i've ever been in with nitrous and holy shit oh that's crazy yeah Even i had a, 90, saying, dude. a 92 um 5.0 mustang um that thing was nice. fun it was like a big ass go-kart yeah, um, I've had a bunch of Cadillacs. I had a Buick Riviera with the supercharged V6, the 3.8 liter supercharged. Yep, yep, I know. Yeah. It's the same engine as the Grand National, um, but it's just a Riviera instead of the Regal. Nice. Is that the one that had the battery under the back seat? No, mine didn't. There was a Riviera that had a battery under the. Oh, back seat. Oh, you're thinking like that weird, like looks like a cone or something. Yeah, the round one. Yeah, mine looked just like a. It looked like a Regal, but it had a little bit more curve to it. Hmm. But it still looked mm-hmm. like the Regal it was that same boxy shape. Just it, it was kind of the features were rounded out. Yes. Yeah. And the Riviera had, had that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, that fucker was fast. Oh, I don't doubt it. I mean, I had a a seventy six. No, 
Well, it might have been a 71 Caddy Eldorado. <laughs> it was a four-door. Oh, dude. That's gangster as fuck. We call it, was, it was nicknamed, my friend nicknamed it the Huggy Mobile. So I, I don't know if you, the original stars <laughs> yeah, Huggy Bear. <laughs> it was fucking Huggy Bear. Uh, so I was the Huggy Mobile. But, you know, that thing would surprise a lot of, you know, a lot of muscle cars because even stock. I, it, it had like a, I don't, honestly, I don't remember, but, you know, it was above 400 in the, in the horsepower. So that thing would suck a lot of cars into its tailpipe yeah. um, for, for well, a big old caddy. My, so. um, my jacked up gold GMC that I have has a 6.0 in it, and it's got about 400 horsepower. Wow. It, and I cut the, um, I cut the, uh, catalytic yeah, it converters does 400. Off. It it's got 400 horsepower sitting in the fucking driveway. Running straight, <laughs> I was basically running straight pipes out of that thing, and it sounded like a NASCAR. Oh, I'm sure. And then my, sure. the new truck I got is a 6.6 liter turbo diesel with 550 horsepower and 1,100 pound foot of torque. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That, that, this truck I drive now, this diesel, I've, I've surprised a bunch of people when they thought they no, were I'm, like. I'm not surprised, man. They thought they were quick. They All were right. Quick. So, subtopic what's the shittiest car you've ever owned? <laughs> um, I had a 1990. Honda Accord two door that I bought for three hundred dollars. <laughs> delivery vehicle. It was for delivering nice. pizza in. It was a manual transmission with the two point two I think it had in it. Um, I bought it for three hundred dollars. I drove the shit out of it. It had like four hundred thousand miles when I bought it, and then I uh, added probably another one hundred and fifty thousand miles and sold it for five hundred. Nice. Doug? It was a fun car. Uh, I had another. I had another Maverick, a 73 Maverick. Um, no, 75 Maverick, pardon me. It was like powder blue four-door Maverick with a uh, three-speed on the column, <laughs> manual shift. That's how I learned to drive manual. My wife actually taught me how to do that. <coughs> those, the those three in the tree. Um, it got me where I needed to go, but yeah, that yeah. was pretty much it. I remember, I remember the first time I drove a uh, on the tree, my uncle had an old Dodge Ram, and it had the damn uh, shifter up there. Yep, and it took yep. me like twenty five minutes to figure out what the hell was going on. <laughs> like, why won't this thing go into fucking drive? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. Well, it was funny. I learned standard on that car, so it, I didn't have any reference to it. Yeah, um, and then drove a couple of cars after that with it, you know, on the floor. But yeah. Oh, the worst is I drove the stupid UPS for a while. I was a UPS driver, and uh, those are all. St- um, Why'd you like, quit? You don't like money. It was. <laughs> It was a uh, peak season drivers, so uh, you had to get seniority okay. in order to get hired on full time. And I didn't yep. want to put. I put yep. three years in, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna need like five more years to even get hired on full time." Yeah, um, but when you're in like a 26 foot truck that's packed down with full weight, and you're sitting on a hill, and you have to fucking let go, and someone's right on your ass. Who yeah. are you telling, bro? Oh god, yeah, you know. <laughs> I try driving a fucking semi, yeah. and you can't oh, see what's behind you. No, and the <laughs> so you're just guessing. Right up on your ass, and you're like, "What?" The? Well, we had so, little cameras in the UPS trucks, so you uh, can see the car right behind you. Nah, not us, buddy. So yeah, boys and girls, if you're listening, do not uh, do not get six inches away from the ass end of a tractor trailer at a stop sign because they can't see your car at all. Yeah, that and that's they, just straight up stupid. Yeah, you know? yeah. Don't don't do it. But yeah, so I think my my shittiest car, like the biggest piece of shit I ever owned, was my first vehicle, and it was a an '85 Nissan hard body four by four. 
And it said four by four and big stupid blue letters on the side of the truck. And then uh, it had been jacked up at some point with big wheels underneath it. But when my dad bought it, he told the guy to keep the wheels and he put the factory wheels back on it. <laughs> it was so still it, jacked up. So it had like two inches of lift with the factory <laughs> oh, fucking wheels. Dude, it was it ridiculous. That's fucking great. But the uh, the the worst, like most boring car I ever owned, I had a 2005 Chevy Malibu. And I hated ah, every fucking second of driving that car. <laughs> Did you ever see my big truck, Doug? My gold one? I, saw, I think I've seen a picture of it. I'm not sure. Probably saw the a picture of it on the GMC back of the fucking tow truck. On the back of a tow truck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. No, no, no. Yes, then I have because I've heard the stories. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, every yeah. time I said, I'm like, hey, guys, guess what? It's a picture of my truck on a fucking <laughs> tow truck. But it's because it was too strong and it would just break itself. Yeah. It had too much power for itself. Well, um, actually, talking about the shittiest car, but it wasn't. It was cool just because of the novelty. I owned one of the first Hyundais in the country. Oh, I remember those. 1986, yep. first year they came out. My Little wife and I just got cars. married. Uh, 49.95, brand new, zero percent financing, so it was a two-year loan. It was done real quick. Nice. Um, got 116,000 miles out of it. <laughs> it fucking died. The yeah. engine blew up on it. But yeah, it was ship brown. Was the color with a tan <laughs> interior, four-door sedan. It was just this box of shit. <laughs> but, you know, one of the first ones sold in the country. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that one, that, that, that jumps up to number one on the shittiest cars I've ever owned. But you know what? I've had Hyundai since then, and they're a good car now. You know? So they've come a long way. Oh, yeah. They definitely have because they were terrible when they first Oh, it was started. awful. It was awful. It was the whole thing. It, was, it came out the same year as the Yugo. And... Everybody oh, knew man. you looked at the Yugo and you knew that was just a colossal yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, I remember the Yugo too. It you was know, basically the Hyundai a at least had Ford lines Pinto. to it. The cool thing about the Yugo is if it broke down, you could just pick it up and carry it home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Do you know this is probably the most like testosterone manly show we've ever done? That's very true. Because we never talk about this football a, uh... or cars. Yeah. No, nah, it's very true. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Gee, what's different? I don't know. I don't know. The cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so, so what part of New York were you from? I'm a Long Island boy. So, you know, it's. Uh, I grew up in a town that was populated by, we'll call them immigrants from Staten Island. <laughs> You know, the, the, the Italian community that lives in Staten Island when they wanted to, or, or not so much even Staten Island, say Brooklyn, they wanted to move to the country, quote, country. Um, but it was just the suburbs. It was just houses upon houses, but the suburbs. So, yeah, it was Brentwood, um, you know, just an Italian, mostly Italian-American community. And, uh, yeah, so I grew up there and, um, you know. Man. I've been, I don't know if I, you were on the show when I was talking about this, but I've been watching this show for the last few nights. Um, it's like on Amazon Prime, and it's called New York, but it's a PBS special. Oh. And it's like a six-part series on, like, New York City. And okay. It, like, the first part is, like, you know, the founding of the city from, like, the 1600s into, like, the 1700s. Yep, yep. And then, like, you know, each each one goes on further to a different time period of New York City. Oh, so that's Am that's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's just called New York. All right, um, I gotta watch it. it it's, it's really definitely... fucking interesting too. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how much shit went down in New York. No, no, it was definitely. And it's cool because like, I mean, he... 
they got you know, revolutionary war and, and everything and old Absolutely. maps yeah like the they were talking about like washington was trying to win the war but britain took it back over and had manhattan yeah um then it goes into like you know when the irish came and like um then them building central park and how they like decided to lay out the city it's got like all right. kinds of like cool behind the scenes stuff in new york you know, i don't know if you watch that show turn washington spies um, oh yeah yeah Jamie Bell was the star of that. 90% of that took place on Long Island and Manhattan and Connecticut. So it was like a circle because it was, you know, the spy network went across the Long Island Sound to Connecticut and then looped back around into Manhattan to, to New York City to get, you know, the information back and forth to Washington and that, that whole crew. So, um, yeah, a lot of interesting shit. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm 15 years away from, from Long Island. I don't miss it. Um, I miss Manhattan from a tourist sense. Like when I worked in Manhattan, I used to love at lunchtime going to Bryant Park and just sitting down and watching people or walking just, around Times Square. I just sent you um, a screenshot from uh, Amazon. That's what the cover, the thumbnail for it looks like. The one that's over there on the top left. This is New York. All right. Yeah, I got I'm definitely watching it. It's, I appreciate it's great. The, the info. I'm definitely going to watch it. I love like, New York, man. I've I never to. been there, but like it seems like one of the places I would really enjoy because I like big cities. Definitely. No, there's no place like it. I mean, New York is there. There's absolutely no place like it. I, I was in this city on 9-11. Um, I wasn't downtown. I'm not saying that, but I was in Midtown working there. And um, what was that like? It was fucked up. There's no question. I <laughs> I left. I tried to leave work midday. Um, the trains were still running at the time. I got down to Penn Station and. I there was just a throng of people it was just insane and some guy was panicking and trying to get through the crowds and he started pushing people and shoving people and I'm not I am the furthest from a fighter you'd ever you know meet in your life but this guy pissed me off <laughs> given the circumstances so I popped him and I I as soon as I did it I stopped and went back to my office I said nah this is too crazy now um, waited there for the whole day, and by five o'clock, you know the place was calm. There were not a, not many people on the train. I was able to get out and go home, but it was a very unique situation. But no, Manhattan, I love that place. I love that place for so many reasons. And again, as a tourist, just to walk around it, even when I was working, it was just a thing for me. And I do yeah. miss that. I don't miss anything else about New York right now, to be honest with you. But. I got obsessed with New York for a while after I watched Gangs in New York. Yep, there you go. I just watched that recently, actually. Because I'm, watch it again. I'm fucking Irish movie. and Italian, so like my fucking history is in New York City. Yep, yep. Uh, no, exactly. I mean, I'm Irish and German. I wanted no, to get I'm... like a five points tattoo, <laughs> like on my I entire used back. To, uh, I went there a lot, man. My one of my high school girlfriends moved up there for college, so I flew up there all the time. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm flying to Islip. Yeah, Long see, Island. that was five minutes from my house. No yeah. shit. Yep, you know, I'm my, flying my, there. My, gro my growing up house. I'd ride the train into Penn Station and fucking... Yep. Yeah. That <laughs> I, I went there, I was there, I don't know, in February of 02, so yep. right after 9-11. Yeah, yeah. And it was still crazy, but I remember talking to that girl. I didn't. I couldn't talk to her for like three days because the phones were fucking just like yeah. locked or whatever. Yeah. But I remember she called me, and they were. She was talking about like, you know, like 
normally when when I would talk to her and she'd be out on the street or whatever, you'd hear shit. You know, people fucking yeah. honking and stuff like yeah. that. And it was like she called me and it was like fucking quiet. And I was like, what? oh no, it was crazy. That day was nuts. I mean, I went outside. The streets were empty. And there were fighter jets flying over Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she said all they were out there were fucking cops and army trucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And George and then, Bush standing on a pile of rubble making an ass out of himself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no, I mean, even even after that day, traveling on the train, so, you know, on the Long Island Railroad, the train, the, the seats in a car, half the seats would face forward and half the seats would face back. Mm-hmm. I could never face back because I never, I, especially in the beginning of it with the smoke and stuff, I never wanted to see that. So I would always make sure I got in a seat that faced forward because I just didn't want to see it, you know. Um, yeah. It, it, it changed the city. It, there's no question about it. But Oh, yeah. Changed um, the fucking world, man. That's no, crazy. I know that. No, 100%. I, was, but, uh, uh, I remember I was on my way to school, like at the college. I was driving to college in the morning, and I was listening to Howard Stern, and he, like, starts talking about it and starts making jokes because at first he thought it was a joke. He didn't think it was yes. real. He was like, he's like, oh, I got a, says a plane just hit the World Trade Center. What I is know. this? And then he's like, I bet that guy's getting fired today. And no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And like, they, they didn't like the second plane hit and they were like, oh shit, this is real. And then I go no, to the cafeteria at yeah. school and everyone's sitting there just staring at TV, like watching it. Yeah. No, it was crazy. I mean, I got, I, I got into the office at about the time the first plane hit and the phone rang and I was putting my lunch away. And I grabbed the phone, and it was um, the owner's son, the owner of my company's son. And he said, oh, hey, Doug, did you hear? A plane just hit, and he said, the Empire State Building. I'm like, I just, and we were blocks from there. So I'm like, no, I just, John, I just got in, and I didn't see anything. Maybe it's one of those this day in history, because, you know, back in the 30s, it was a plane that hit the Empire State Building. Yeah. And then I hung up, two minutes later, my wife called and said you you need to turn the tv on and uh yeah that's when it started that was an odd odd day you know very odd day yeah yep yeah my uh yeah my dad woke me up i was fucking 18 yeah i worked i was working nights he's like get up (laughs) come here (laughs) yeah Hey boy, you gotta say this. That's pretty much what he said. Hey, now, turn that, on channel eight. Well, there Isn't was there like was him? some. <laughs> it was weird, man, because he knew like what was up like before they ever fucking said. I don't know how he knew, but he knew. He was like, "Nah, this ain't right." Well, yeah. it was like, he's, he's can't in... you act like the walls aren't paper thin and just come through the door like a normal person? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I got a feeling she's no. cheating on me. Yeah, I get that feeling too. <laughs> No, I mean, I remember every minute of that day. Yeah, you know, I bet. I'll leave it at that. I remember every single minute of it. Uh, we had a TV in the office. We grabbed it, threw it on, um, just watched stuff. It was uh, it was scary. It really was. Yeah, because you didn't know what the fuck going to happen next. No. That's the weird And part. it's funny because a year later, we had the, I think it was July or August of 2002, there was the big blackout up in that area. So oh, dude, all I of Manhattan, all of New York City went dark. And I ended up having to sleep in the lobby of my office because they wouldn't let us go upstairs because safety rules stated you couldn't go up if the you know, elevators weren't working or in a, an emergency situation. So we had to sleep in the lobby. Um, I ended up staying overnight in Manhattan. And, you know, my, it's funny. We, we joke about it now, but my family teased me because the power actually went out on Long Island that night, but it came back. But 
the whole neighborhood just got together and had a big barbecue in everybody's backyard. They were going in the pool and having fun, and I'm sleeping on a fucking, you know, <laughs> fucking hard, rock hard floor. Hey, you know, well, I, mean, I use my computer bag as a goddamn pillow. After Hurricane Andrew, there was fucking nothing left of our house in our oh, whole wow, neighborhood and our oh, whole city. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> I'm in Miami. No, you, that shit's gone. I'm in the house. The roof's ripping off while we're in the house. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm sure being in Florida, you've been through some shit. Yeah, six six and it. a half months with no power. Yeah, how much? Six and a half months. Holy shit! With no power, there was no infrastructure. Everything was gone. I can't fathom that. I can't even fathom. Everyone it. talks about Katrina and this and that. Yeah, Andrew yeah. was the worst storm to hit the United States strength wise. Right, right. Katrina was a disaster because of the flooding. Yes, and it wasn't the storm that caused the the, the pain. It was the flooding because the levees broke. Andrew was the storm. It, it, they said um, if they, the category stopped at five, but if they could have ranked it up, you know, keeping on the same like curve that they go on, it yep. would have been a category eight. Holy crap. It was Is like it? sustained winds at 240 miles an hour. Wow. It was insane. I can't even get my head around it. I can't. I mean, in, you know, we're in an area in New York, especially, you know, Long Island and even where I am on the south coast of Mass., you know, we get hit with stuff, but nothing like Florida. I so mean, what is like, like that? That's I can't even. Do you guys get what, what kind of natural disasters are we talking about? Because I'll be honest with you, I know very little about New England as far yeah. as. Uh, no, hurricanes, hurricanes are a real threat here because. Um, but they're different types of hurricanes. No, exactly. I mean, they're never as strong as Florida, but when they come up, they, they ride up the coast. That's what we have to worry about. When a hurricane rides up the coast. It'll hit Long Island first, and then again, I'm right on the south coast of Mass. So I'm, I'm like sort of right by the. If you look at Massachusetts, I'm at the entrance to the Cape. Okay, I'm not on the Cape, but I'm like ten miles from what you would so call like near the Rhode Island. To the Cape. I'm west. Of, I'm east of Rhode Island. I work in Rhode Island. So like kind My of office is in Rhode Island, but uh, so it's right on the water. I mean, I'm a half a mile from the beach. You know, so. When, if a hurricane does come this way, and knock on wood, I've been lucky enough to, in the 15 years I've been here, not to deal with anything strong. I mean, it can be devastating. I mean, Sandy, Hurricane Sandy wrecked New York. Again, yeah. with the flooding, as Joe mentioned, with Katrina. It was more with the flooding afterwards than the hurricane itself. Let's, let's, I didn't get hit with that up scale, here, so I got lucky. Um, RJ can understand. So when a um a hurricane hits up there it's kind of like the experimental finger in the butt like when the girl reaches around <laughs> sits in there when it exactly. hits florida it's like the prison rape with the exactly. biggest dude there is possible exactly <laughs> see our thing up here is blizzards when we get yeah. hit with the nor'easter um like you know again going back in my back in time 1978 the blizzard of 78 we don't get those i was in new york <laughs> at that time but we had seven days of no power and again it's not six months as Joe talked about, but seven days of no power and no transportation. I mean, I, I, a big strong memory that I have is my dad and I grabbing my old, you know, uh, my old flyer s sled and dragging it to the deli down around the corner about a mile away to get anything we could get and bring it back to the house. But the good thing, the good news is like your shit doesn't go bad because it's cold. Exactly. Like, we're exactly. six months of no power with a 110-degree temperature outside. No, exactly. I mean, no, you Dude, can't, compare, can you can't compare it to what Florida has to deal with. I can vouch for that, that blizzard bullshit, man. Like, I, when I was there yeah. in 02, they had the blizzard. We got, like, four. It was, like, four feet of snow. Yeah, exactly. I've never seen shit like that in my life. And it was, you know, 
down yeah, here, if it fucking snows an inch, which it does usually like once or twice in the winter, we'll get like a dusting. You know what I mean? Like right, two inches, right. maybe three inches. And uh, dude, these motherfuckers down here lose their minds. Like <laughs> it is absolute fucking snow apocalypse. Nothing. Nope, everything closes. It. Nobody. You know what I mean? It's fucking chaos. Yeah. But like in New York, if four fucking feet of snow in Manhattan, and the, the where I was staying was in was in Chelsea. Like, yeah, and, but, yeah. Like on Forty Fifth, and uh, dude, fucking, it was just nothing. People were no, just fucking. No, it that's, was just yeah. It's not an issue. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I mean, just this morning, a half hour north of me got five inches of snow. Nah, My mom shit, lives dude. about an hour and a half north of me. She got like eight inches of snow. It's going to be gone by tomorrow at this time of year. But yeah, it's something you deal with up here. It, it's, it's, it doesn't uh, snow here. <laughs> like yeah, we no, don't have that I know. ever. I know. Like it might get Fuck. twenty degrees outside, and then right, right. That's like the fucking coldest it's gonna get. No, exactly. And the funny thing is, even if it were to snow, the the ground is so warm, it's gonna melt when it hits. Yeah, that's the thing up here. I mean, it didn't stick in the street so much up here today, but um, you know, the, your lawn was definitely covered. I mean, I didn't get anything down here by the coast, but like I said, a half hour north, they they had you know three to five inches. So yeah. that's crazy, man. Why the fuck do you want to live up there, Doug? Yeah, really? What <laughs> well, the fuck I don't is have to problem? deal with hurricanes that much. I don't have to deal with earthquakes. I'll deal with the snow, man. It's fine with me. Yeah, but you got to deal with oh, Patriots fans. Uh, you know what? I, as a Giants fan, I don't have to deal with them. Oh, yeah, because you could just I don't shut have to down. bring up a thing. They, they know to leave me alone. And even as a Yankee fan, I mean, the, the Red Sox yeah. have had a better decade, decade and a half than me, but I, they know they don't, they leave me alone. Yeah. They the one good thing I have as a Dolphins fan is I'm like, Oh, how's y'all's perfect season going? No, exactly. <laughs> Cause uh, last oh, time dude. I checked, we got one of those. Y'all don't. That was the best. Yeah. It was the last ever. time the Dolphins yeah, were when good. The fuck too. Did, that was ever. a Giants fan that year. Dude. That wasn't I, the last after, time they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. After that Super Bowl, my, my cousin who lives in New York, he's my best bud. He, he sent up a, uh, a uh, what was it, nineteen and one T-shirt to me, <laughs> or or a perfect season with a big fucking circle and a line through it. Yeah, and I would wear that almost every day. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I actually have audio of every New England fan after that Super Bowl. No, oh, it's wonderful. Let's hear it. <laughs> Dude, I gotta quickly say so. A, a ritual for my wife and I every night, right? We go to bed and we'll throw on Facebook. <laughs> my butthole. Uh, yeah, the butthole. Facebook video. And we'll just watch stupid shit like car crash videos and shit. Yeah. And last night, I'm not shitting, last night we watched that video 10 fucking times in a row. <laughs> so good. Because we love it so much. The other one I like is the one with the champagne bottles or the, the fails where the girl drops the champagne bottle yes. and shoots her in the face. Hey, yes, exactly. And the fucking, when someone grabs a sword and knocks it. No, 100%. But or yeah, the, that, the chick that from that the Amazing Race video. that hits herself with a watermelon. <laughs> the which one? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's Amazing Race. That's the best. Yeah. The second best. I remember watching that I'm sorry. That Charlotte live. in a like, suit of armor is the best. I watched Her that episode down when it was live on TV. Best. Like The what? I watched that episode live on TV, and I stopped it and paused it, and it said, I called my wife and said, you have to come see this right oh, yeah. now. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, that Charlotte in a suit of armor is oh, yeah. the fucking best ever. <laughs> Just hearing her go, oh, it's <laughs> not the fucking better. Uh, or how about the girl that cried all the time in the last couple <laughs> seasons? I couldn't stand her. Oh, my God. 
Um, oh, that show's coming back, Joe. Next season's coming back soon. So yeah, well, they canceled it like halfway through. They were in like England when the the coronavirus thing started. Yeah, I know that's unfortunate. Like three weeks yeah. in, um, but last season on The Bachelor, which I love that show, which is it, it doesn't sound like it would be good, but it's good. Um, yeah, I there was on night worse. one. There was a girl. She's like, I brought this bottle of champagne with me. I've been saving it for months just for tonight. And of course, the producers took that bottle of champagne and set it next to someone else. And someone else opened the bottle of champagne. <laughs> and because like this girl has been talking about this bottle the whole fucking episode. And you're just like, shut the fuck up about the stupid great. champagne. And then yep. you see like him sitting with this other girl. And it keeps showing her talking about it and showing the bottle sit next to him. And he grabs the bottle and opens it and is drinking it with the other girl. <laughs> and then the girl's like, oh, my God, you drank my bottle of shit. And she's, like, no, fucking God. crying and, like, throwing a fit. And, like, all she talks about for the next, like, two episodes is the champagne. So the guy, he gets another bottle of champagne and tries to surprise her with it, right? And then she, like, pops it open and she goes, we're going to drink this, like, white trash right out of the bottle. And she puts it in her mouth. but And then, like... She goes to pull it out, like when she tips it up and pulls it down, and it just blasts her in the face. Oh shit! <laughs> she did it so fast that all the carbonation rushed up. <laughs> so she's been crying about champagne for like three days, oh, and then man. gets blasted in the face with champagne the second she opens it. Yeah, that's a fucking first world problem. <laughs> uh, it, it is the funniest shit ever oh you gotta look it up just look up bachelor champagne girl all right i'll have to uh, do that and you and your wife will dig it um well yeah because otherwise that show has never fucking hit my eyes uh, <laughs> sorry i just pulled Can't it up it. <laughs> oh man i put up my phone and i don't know i'm gonna so are we still recording an episode yeah. yeah, we are. We're an hour and two We're in. We're talking okay. about funny, funny videos we've watched that make us fucking like cry laugh every time we see them, like cat buttholes yeah. and girls getting blasted in the face with champagne. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, how about the girl yeah. with the ranch dressing where she like is holding the whole tub of ranch dressing and then she drops oh. it and it just covers her from head to toe. Oh, shit. She's, she's got like, you know, one of those square tubs that they have in like, like restaurants. And it's like right. the, the tall one. The one's like 24 inches tall and like, you know, 12 by 12 uh, square tub. And she's carrying it. It's full oh of ranch dressing. And as soon as she comes around the corner, she just drops it. And then it hits the ground. And like, I guess the force of it hitting the ground shoots all the ranch dressing straight up and covers her from head to toe ranch dressing. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I just sent you the onto the group the, uh, the link to that girl getting blasted in the face with champagne from the bachelor. Yeah, I'll check it out. Oh, that shit's yep. too funny. Um, but damn, this has been a fun show. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't been this drunk, drunk in a quite a while. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm five beers in, and uh, my wife was, before she went to bed, was laughing at me. My wife and daughter both were fucking laughing at me. Because I'm calling her in here. I'm waving. For, I'm waving from the kitchen and let me come in here. Fill me up. Fill me up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Definitely. Hell yeah, you know yeah, I'm drunk as I'm drunk as shit too. Sorry, I've been wanting to use that one all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. Doug, man, thank you. 
Yeah. We appreciate uh, dude, you, you, uh, you guys know anytime, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting every episode, you know, well, don't worry, like, RJ's I, never like I joked earlier, I am a podcast star now. So every episode would be fine, but no, anytime, <laughs> anytime, you know, I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Who are the giants going to pick in the draft in the first round? I see. I well, love football, but I'm so not into that. <sighs> I, I don't have a clue. I can't help you. Damn it. Yeah, sorry, I can't. I cannot help you. We need offensive line help. So in that sense, That's in general, I know what we need. We need offensive line help. Seriously, if I had to guess, it's going to be Jedrick Wills, and he is a uh, uh, tackle from Alabama. Yeah. See, that would make sense. Offensive line help is what we need because. That's been the problem. I mean, I love Eli, and his skills declined, but his, the, one of the biggest problems we had was he would get the shit kicked out of him yeah, every you game. You know he's gone, right? So, what's that? He retired. Yes, I know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know that, but what I'm saying is that's been our problem for you know, quite a few years, so we need yeah. to strengthen the line. What, what about you, Will? Who's your team taking? Man, I don't even fucking know. You can't call it. <laughs> You can't, I have no you can't idea. recall it with the Packers, dude. It's I, like they'll. Yeah. I'm at the point where I can't even like listen to anything anymore because every day it's different news about who the Dolphins are taking. Right. Because it's like, are they taking? Are they trading for Joe Burrow? Are they taking Tua? Are they taking Justin Herbert? Are they going to take Jordan Love? Um, are they going to give up their entire draft? I'm like, just stop. I can't do this anymore. But we got no, exactly. four more days because this Thursday is the dra- is the draft. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, which should be an interesting one since they're doing it all online this year. Yeah, they're doing some practice rounds right now, I think, you know, obviously behind the scenes to see how it goes, but they got to get it straight. It's funny because, I, I mean, some of you may know I'm a fucking Vegas fanatic. I and know. a couple of the Vegas Facebook groups I'm in, when it was announced that they were doing it in Vegas and then that they were actually considering shutting down the Vegas Strip and, to do it right in front of the Bellagio. And the fountain, These people were losing their fucking They were going to, like, boat in the draft picks, too. Yeah, I thought it was going to be great. I didn't care. Shut down the fucking strip. I oh, don't would care. Oh, it would have been awesome. Dude, but they've... these gambling, these degenerate gamblers were losing their I'm fucking, fucking minds over to I'm thing. pissed because this is the Miami has three first round draft picks. This would have been the year for like really? a, a fun draft for Miami. You're right. And that then like of course there's no draft. Yeah, man, you don't even know though, Doug, like about shutting it because they shut down Broadway to do that shit last year. Yeah, uh, I know. Holy I know. fuck. Vegas would have been next fucking level. Dude. Oh no, it would have been crazy, especially with the with the 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 Raiders stadium is almost done. Yeah. They were start they're going to start this fall in it. Oh, yeah. Um it's a, it looks like a really cool venue. But, I'm just pissed um, cuz Miami has three first round picks. This would have been like the most fun draft to watch and now all That's of a cool. Sudden, yeah, you're right. Three first round picks would have been really epic. Yeah, you're right. They have three first rounds, two second rounds and two third rounds. So they have seven yeah. picks in the first three rounds. Oh, shit. And like now, this draft's gonna be some weird virtual Zoom meeting. <laughs> like, god damn it! Yeah, but you know, you guys are back in it now, especially you know with the <laughs> going down there. Um, I mean, no, no and the Dolphins were the Dolphins have been playing better, so you know they just spent that like eighty million in cap space. New England's listen, be, man. And Tom talking, Brady's retirement listen, now in Tampa. Hang on, listen. Yeah, you're talking to a Tennessee Volunteers fan, okay? I I understand the uh, just wait till next year mentality. Uh, well, that's the story of the Dolphins' history. But exactly. they actually did it right this year by tanking last year, and now you couldn't yeah. even—they couldn't even fucking tank. I know. Right. How the fuck did they win know, five right? games? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? Them winning that last game against the fucking Patriots was the best thing ever. It was, and you know what's good? Um, it it actually made people want to come to Miami because they see that like. 
if yes. the coach was able to win with the shit he had from the general yep. manager, then they're not going to, you know, be a terrible team and that people actually want to play for them now. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So we'll see. It, I mean, yep. it can't be worse. <laughs> no, that's true. Could be a Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> yeah. Could oh. be a Lions fan. You kind of feel Look, sad that for play, the Bills, Listen, I, Jets that fan. semester I talked about going away to school was up in uh, Brockport, which is about an hour away from Buffalo. Buffalo was the most miserable place on the planet Earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buffalo sucks. <laughs> that is just the shittiest town on the planet fucking Earth. I don't care. If you want to have a conversation with me, that's fine. But it's awful. <laughs> it's gray. 364 days a fucking year. <laughs> and it sucks the life out of you. So I mean, the Detroit's got to be bad, too. Was that Detroit has to be a shitty city too? Yeah, that's depressing, but it's a different kind of depressing. Buffalo is is geographically depressing. That's true. I mean, Detroit is is economically depressing. Yeah, Cleveland also probably sucks. Yeah, just because it's all oh, we don't want to piss Cincinnati's off cool. We better be careful. I hear yeah, Cincinnati's be, cool. I've never been. Cincinnati probably be a cool place. I, yeah, I haven't been to Ohio. I mean, yeah, haven't been there, so I can't comment. I don't know. Cincinnati it. seems like a shithole too. What's that? Cincinnati seems like it would be a shithole city. <laughs> Doug, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an unpopular opinion here. Uh, yeah, having ridden the Long Island Railroad from you know yep, Islip to Islip. Uh, yeah. Penn Station, uh, Long Island's pretty goddamn desolate, my friend. Oh come on, dude, you don't know. That was a that was an hour hour and twenty minute train ride. Nah, I understand that, but really you, fucking you depressing do, no. scenery. Sorry, hey, nah, meet me at Montauk. I, I gotta I gotta disagree. We'll get into it on another on another episode, but. Um, there's some good shit there. I mean, there may be, but it's not where the train goes through. Oh, no, no, I understand. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right, guys, we're done. This has been fun. Uh, So let's let's, uh, say some thanks to our people who uh, helped the show become what it is. That's right. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Go ahead. uh, uh, He gets to respond. That's weird. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Doug Doug Christ, uh, thanks. Pussy! I love it. I, I love that. That's my tagline. I'll I'll embrace it. You I will are hug what you it eat. and love it. <laughs> okay, uh, Mr. Jason Fuzzmonger. My love man. to Jason. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Steve Rao. Shut up, Wesley. I gave him a Star Trek one because he likes Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Anyway, uh, join, join the, the Patreon. Join the Facebook group. Yep. It's been a, a good good show. I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. Yep. Yeah, this was a great time. I love you guys. I don't guys. know what made this episode so good. It's nice to talk about man stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It really well, is. me being shit-faced might have helped a little bit. Uh. My God, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what happens next will surprise you. I can't remember how it goes. Hmm? <laughs> the, the stain, like, and what happens next? You don't remember just, that? Just stop the no. show. No, fuck you. <laughs> I'll run this bitch with an iron fist. That's true. Fifth? He does. Fifth? Fifth. You turn into Mike Tyson. Hell yeah. If I had fifth like his, you wouldn't be saying shit. I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would not talk shit to that man's face. Oh, I got to share a picture with you dudes. Uh, the Madame Tussauds has a Tyson thing. Oh, nice. And it's got me punching him in the jaw, which, of course, you know, is a complete fantasy. Yeah. I'll share that picture eventually. Anyway. Yep. Good night, guys. Y'all have a All good right, one. All right, boys. Adios. Later, Have a good one. Let's get fucked.
Do 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 do